Hello, and welcome to the Meddling Kids Podcast, a groovy review of everything Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Chase Kupo, and I have to say it feels pretty good to be back. Uh, I apologize that I did miss the last two weeks. Uh, the the week the first week I just I just missed it. I didn't. I I just I was lazy that week. I didn't get to watching an episode and then recording it. I'm sorry, that one's on me. Last week I was sick and I did have a crazy weekend of work the way the schedule went. So I I have one excuse and one reason to why I missed the episodes. But it's okay. We're back with this one now. And today that we're the episode that we're looking at is an interesting one because I going into it I was wary of the title. The No-Faced Zombie Chase Case. A zombie with no face? Sounds like a horror movie. Let's just, let's find out just how spooky this is. So we start off with some, what, scary music. I mean, wow. And wow, there's literally a zombie with no face. It comes limping through an alley. Dark alley, zombie with no face. Actually, scary music. Well, relatively scary. Scooby-Doo scary. It's good so far. Uh, he is in a pink robe or outfit, so it's not a uh, super scary horror movie monster, but I would say it's pretty scary uh, for the fashion police. Hmm. Uh, he breaks into a store and he steals a jewel of some sort. It does look expensive. So the music is scary, but the zombie is not quite as scary so far. It's the pink robe that ruins it. Well, it does seem to have super strength also, so there is a, a slight fear factor. I, I would feel nervous if one of our uh, friends from the mystery mystery gang does come uh, have to go hand-to-hand combat with it. That wouldn't be good. So as this robbery is occurring, the gang is unwittingly eating in a shop next door. Shaggy and Scooby are splitting the quote-unquote classic six-foot hero sandwich. Mm-hmm. They have to start on each end to keep it neat. So Scooby-Doo runs into the alley to eat the end of the sandwich that is sticking out the window. I don't understand why Shaggy couldn't just scoot over, but whatever. So Shaggy, yeah, yeah, Shaggy rudely started on the convenient end of the sandwich. Scooby gets out there into the alley, and he gets a good bite in, but his mood is ruined when the zombie busts down the door from the jewel shop, or whatever it is, right next to Scooby. It actually attempts to accost poor Scooby, And here's another time in which the gang actually thinks they're facing a creature as opposed to a ghost. They said it's a zombie. They said no-faced zombie, not zombie ghost or ghost of a guy who doesn't have a face. I like when they do that because every single thing is a ghost. It always has to be a ghost except for those very few select episodes. So the police come after the uh, door-busting incident, well, and the the robbery, I guess, (laughs) I think the door is more important. So the police come and the shop owner says that they, that the the criminal knew exactly what they wanted because they went right in and they only stole the golden galleon, a 16th century coin. Also, it's a coin ship shop. Coin shop. I put ship in the notes. Outstanding. It's a coin shop, not just some jewel shop. The Main Street Coin Shop, to be specific, not a jewelry store. The Main Street Coin Shop. Remember that, because it will not be important later. Apparently, there was a curse placed on this uh, coin, the Golden Dalian, about 100 years ago by its owner. Bad luck falls upon anyone who owns it otherwise. Now, this zombie has finally found it. Hey, hey. Uh, the policeman who takes down the incident report is 
extremely dismissive of the owner's claims of a zombie and a curse, and he really doesn't believe it when Scooby, of all people, all dogs, says he witnessed the zombie. So this policeman is already a sus suspect in my book. Just saying. Uh, the gang is now driving somewhere. Uh, they're really pumped up, actually. It's kind of funny how amped up they are about the mystery. And just when Fred says, I wish there was some way to prove what Scooby saw, the zombie literally pulls up in a car next to the mystery machine. The whole gang sees him this the first time, which is a rarity. Usually, you know, as I've said, Scooby and Shaggy are made to be uh, kind of gaslit. But uh, so the zombie peels out and the gang tries to follow him. And then they engage in a little game of chicken of sorts. Uh, the gang, I'm, you know, one's following the other and then the other pulls into a spot and pulls out behind him and is following and they switch a couple times but the gang in the end ends up successfully following him to the dilly dally dolly toy company say that five times fast go i'm not gonna do it they knock on the door okay i'll do it the dilly dally toy company the dilly dally no 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 one more time the dilly dally dolly toy company the dilly dally dolly toy no can't do it say it five times fast i dare you post it on uh, a video of it on uh, the uh, discussion group that'll be interesting so the gang follows him successfully to the dilly dally dolly toy company they go they, they see he uh he parked he was okay also i forgot to mention this it's a, they they were a little the gang was a little off put by it in the episode the zombies driving a hearst which is a little on the nose but it's still funny i like it i god man i love scooby-doo but, um, so they, they go to the toy company, the Dilly Dally, Dilly Dally Dolly Toy Company. The hearse isn't there, but they know the zombie went in there. So they knock on the door, just the front door straight up, and a nighttime security guard answers. But he is not in the mood for these kids' shenanigans, let me tell you that. The gang tells him that, that the, uh, the no-faced zombie, who robbed a store, is in there, and they need to look around, which, obviously, they should have been let in. I mean, that's qualified right there, but the guard refuses wisely. He says, and I quote, it's time for a coffee break for me and the zombie. Super sassy. Super duper sassy. He slams the door on them, and then Velma remarks how unpleasant he was. Shaggy got me good, though. He says, hey, at least he had a face. But just then, of course, they spot the no-face zombie on one of the upper floors. So now we all have to wonder, is the guard just mean, or does he have something to hide? So we go back to the kids' classic breaking and entering. Fred and Daphne are up on the extremely convenient tree in the back of the building that is, like, right next to a window, and it lets them see directly into a few of the rooms. There's one full of uh, large stuffed animals. Danger-prone Daphne... Remember that from uh, from the uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And they bring it up in Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster, one of the best Scooby-Doo movies out there. But anyways, danger-prone Daphne falls and flips Scooby up into the building ladder uh, on, on going up to the tree, and Fred and Daphne were on the tree branch, and sh Daphne fell somehow. I looked away when this happened. I was writing notes because uh, I knew it was going to happen. I'm very, very intuitive. Daphne fell somehow and like flipped the ladder and it like hit Scooby and flipped him into the room with the stuffed animals and poor Scooby gets in there and he is losing his wits. I feel really bad. The stuffed animals are scaring him and he's panicking and then the zombie enters the room. So Scooby-Doo Scooby -Doo tries to hide and evade the zombie and Shaggy's starting to get uncomfortable. He wants to get up there and save his, his friend but Fred just says don't worry. Wait a minute. Alright. So Fred says don't worry. 
And Scooby gets a lot of Scooby Doo. The show gets a lot of room to do silly and weird things because it's a cartoon. It's Scooby Doo. But at the moment, this is just ridiculous. Fred and Shaggy were talking, and the camera was on a close-up. And then Fred asks if the girls are ready, and it cuts to a wide shot in which the guys are standing on a large, like maybe six feet by four feet, wooden crate. And the girl, the girls, Velma and Daphne, drive up with a forklift of sorts. And then the show revels in making Daphne look like an absolute idiot as she shifts a gear and the truck itself lifts instead of the crate. She says, uh-oh, I shifted the wrong thingamajiggy. And Fred just says, try again, Daphne. So she brings down the truck, and then she raises the crate. Like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the two guys get inside the window that they were uh, uh, lifted up to, the one that Scooby uh, fell in. And just then, a car pulls up, and the girls hide in that crate on the forklift. The two guys in, in the car, there's two guys in the car, and they're a, tad, they're a tad bit curious as to why there's a forklift back there, but the one driving just dismisses it as someone who was uh, lazy earlier. Uh, hit the pause button. I went too far when I scrolled down. I do not like this. Ah. Someone who was being lazy earlier, like they were using the equipment and they left it out. Or they were messing around, which you should be fired. You cannot play with power equipment at work, but whatever. So he has the passenger drive the forklift into the garage. So this explains the origins of the forklift for me. Better than the gang just having one somewhere, you know? I guess, I mean, that guy's the guy driving the cars, right? Someone must have been lazy or messing around earlier and they left it out. Because, you know, the gang got it. They couldn't get into the garage. Nah. Anyway, the girls are trapped in the crate that's on the forklift that the guy drives it, and then the guy drives it into the garage. Uh, the the guy run the guys Fred, Shaggy, Scooby run down to the garage, and Shaggy literally nearly kills the girls trying to get them out of the crate. He like accidentally goes up on like a a loading ramp, and he's all like diagonal, and he accidentally throws the the barrel off the forks, and they go flying. It's crazy. And the only reason. I mean, he was trying his best. The way the, the guy parked, the way the original passenger of that mysterious car, well, of that other car with the two guys we don't know, the way he parked the forklift in the garage, it was in a corner against a wall on one side, and then the opening to the crate, the side that the Daphne and Velma got in, was blocked by some barrels. So Shaggy did his best, but he is not, probably not a certified forklift driver. Daphne's even better than him. Uh, so yes, so all this noise alerts the factory employees inside, though. They show up menacingly behind Fred, and they ask what the kids are doing there. And just to note, as I didn't write it down, uh, the factory employees include the mean security guard and the two guys who were driving the car earlier, the one that, you know, parked the forklift and the other, the driver. Uh, they show up menacingly behind Fred and ask what everyone's doing there. And Fred doesn't even bother to explain yet. He identifies them as Mr. Dilly and Mr. Dally, the own factory owners of the Dilly Dally Dolly Toy Company. And uh, they admit it. So those two and this, uh, let's see. Yeah, so Fred identifies them as the factory owners or the, the doll company owners, I guess. I would think they'd have more than one factory, but hey, whatever. It's a small town. It's Coolsville. So those two and the security guard tell uh the gang gets taken into the office and they tell the security guard once again and the mr dally and dilly about the no face zombie that's running around in their factory 
and they say, okay, there's like literally no way, but if there's some sort of no-face zombie running around, we'll find it. You guys wait in the office. They'll find the zombie if there's one creeping around. Shaggy's real cool with this. He's posted up in the office chair, and his feet are up on the desk. Unfortunately, Mr. Dilly, I think, no, Mr. Dally, is going to check the storeroom, and before he can open the door, the zombie emerges from within and yoinks him right inside. Thankfully, the gang still gets a little while to chill in the office. It's real rare that they get time to themselves on a mystery like this. And Scooby tries to play, but Fred yells at him. Velma does something actually worthwhile, and she finds a magazine with three pages torn out of it. And just then, Shaggy spots the zombie coming towards them, and they all scatter in their hiding within the office. Scooby-Doo sucks at hiding, apparently, so he's nearly caught. He does do a super neat magic trick using uh, a, a magician's toy, like a life-size doll, to get away. It was really, it was actually cool. Good job, Scooby. So he sucks at hiding, but he's great at magic in this episode. He also managed to get the medallion that the zombie stole, the golden dallion, and they begin their one of their chase sequences. They run to an elevator and they go inside, but all you all you hear is Shaggy says, Zoinks, this elevator was taken, and a giant ape or gorilla, like like eight feet tall, super muscular, shoves them right back out. <laughs> Did I miss something? I mean, it's probably a toy, of course, because they're in a toy factory, but what is this gorilla doing here? What is this? So after that, the gang split up, and they were running around, but they regroup, and they send Shaggy and Scooby to the news, to a newsstand, uh, to the store. They say newsstand, so I'm assuming they're going to a store to get a new magazine and see what pages were missing from the one in the office. That's a clue to the mystery. So the other kids stay, and they phone the sheriff, or the detective, whatever he is this time. Oh, the lieutenant. There it is. They say lieutenant. So now the older kids are the ones being chased by the villain. Well, the main one. Scooby and Shaggy try to get a drink from the vending machine, but it doesn't work out as the gorilla shows up again and begins to harass them. Oh, and also Shaggy and Scooby aren't going to the store. I think they're going to the newsstand in the building. Not many offices have such a thing anymore, I would think. Have they ever? Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, the zombie backs the older kids into a room of sorts, and two of them, Vilma and Fred, are trying to hold the door shut as it's, like, clambering to get in. So the zombie tricks them, and it doubles around to the another door on the wall, to, like, right next to them, and yoinks the, the golden dallion from Daphne's hand. And I just have to say, she looks extremely pissed off when that happens. You should see the face. I will not post pictures because I don't have the episode pulled up. Maybe. Maybe you guys could post a picture. Uh, she was holding it very loosely anyway, so I think it's her fault. So, the the uh, let's see. Fred tries to make up for their mishap of losing the Golden Dalian and go meet the lieutenant, but the ape finds them. The gorilla. Ape. I think it's gorilla. I kept writing ape, but I'm pretty sure it's gorilla. There is a difference. Uh, they do find more power equipment, and they manage to use it to send the ape up an elevator, which is a great way of making someone go away. I love it. So Shaggy and Scooby think they lost. Just hit all the buttons, shove them in, and watch it go. Uh, no, wait. You don't want to hit all the buttons. No, an elevator would be pretty easy to escape unless it's broken. Never mind. Not great. Whatever. It's a cartoon. So Shaggy and Scooby think they lost the ape as they were running from it, and they, they ended up losing it before it, it found the, the, other, the older kids. But just as Shaggy and Scooby begin to wind down, the zombie finds them. They panic, and they... they they start to run, and Scooby-Doo falls into, like, the actual factory. Because this is, like, the, the toy company's office, and they also produce stuff here. 
evidenced by the room full of stuffed toys. Uh, Shaggy uh, gets split up from Scooby, and he finds the rest of the gang, and they go looking for Scooby, and they find him in, get ready for this one, the toy duplicating room, because Scooby-Doo fell into the toy duplicator. Stupid cartoons. So Shaggy and Scooby made a, make a good getaway. So after So they find Scooby with a bunch of copies of Scooby, in the room and they can't tell which one is which and then they lure the real Scooby out with the Scooby snack um, and then they continue with their original plan uh, the older kids say hey you guys Shaggy and Scooby go get that go to the newsstand and go get that magazine sorry I saw my dog from the corner of my eye and I'm home alone so I wasn't sure if it was my dog or a demon pardon me so Shaggy and Scooby actually make a really good getaway they just bolt right out the front door but the ape does chase them. It was just hanging out in a window right above the, like, on the second floor. Oh, no, it's a gorilla. Oh, but I was wrong. Okay, so I was wrong about the newsstand and the store and stuff. So Shaggy and Scooby do go to a newsstand outside the building. That makes sense. I was right the first time. Nah, I'm just not really familiar, I think, with the activity of going to a newsstand. I live in suburbia. When we used to get newspapers, it was chucked at our house from a moving vehicle at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. We didn't wake up on our 80th floor apartment and go down to the busy city streets and find a newsstand on the corner and then buy a copy of the paper. We just woke up and it was there. But yeah, so they go to the newsstand. Scooby and Shaggy find the magazine and they attempt to pay, which is hey good, but the ape is there so they steal the magazine and they run. One of the one of the better gags I've seen in a couple episodes. They always have good gags, but this is a good one. Shaggy and Scooby see a car pass, and Shaggy says, I know what's wrong, but why don't we catch a ride? And they catch a ride with this car. You know, get away in comfort and speed. I like the idea a lot. But, of course, when they get in, it's the it's the gorilla driving. Even So we got no-face zombies and gorillas driving cars around Coolsville. Look out, everybody. The older kids are back at the toy company, the Dilly Dally Dolly Toy Company, sneaking around. Following the zombie back at the uh, at, back around, like the zombie's looking for someone. He's they don't know who or what, but he keeps checking in rooms and can't see anything. So they follow him into a room full of dolls, and through a silly gag, they get the golden dalian back. Shaggy and Scooby are sprinting through the city, and they run into the lieutenant who was driving by. The older kids now after being made by the, the no-face zombie after grabbing the golden dalian, they're trying to run out of the building, and they collide with Shag, Scooby, and the lieutenant who were running into the building as they just arrived. So the lieutenant takes the golden dalian, and he's like, he's glad they found it, but he continues to scoff at the kids for believing that there's a zombie running around. As he laughs mockingly at them, the zombie yoinks the golden dalian right out of his hand. Velma gets a good smug comment and laugh in before the lieutenant chases after the zombie. The kids follow him to chase as well, and they're on that power equipment that, that Fred, Daphne, and Velma had earlier that they used to shove the gorilla into an elevator. So Fred accidentally runs over and kills the zombie. No, but not actually because it turns out he uh, was a he was a toy. The zombie was like a like a robot, basically. It was a toy. Uh, and I honestly did not see that coming. I figured that was the person that was a person running around in a costume, and I figured that the primate would be a toy. So it looks like that primate is someone who's in a costume. That person that we're talking about, the the gorilla, swings by and it steals the golden dalian once again from the lieutenant. So they begin chasing, but Shaggy and Scooby come crashing through with the other forklift from the beginning of the episode. See, very cinematic. They set up and then they pay off. 
and they managed to stop the primates get away uh, in the hearse from earlier. It was about to start up the car, but Shaggy and Scooby get the forks under the back end and they lift it right up. It's it's also crazy that a, a toy drove that car. A really, really impressive AI in this episode. And they we didn't even play that, that aspect up one bit. It's a very packed episode. So it turns out that it was Mr. Dally under the mask. Uh, so it looks like I was... Oh, I was a little confused earlier who got stolen, yoinked into the storeroom. It was Mr. Dilly who got kidnapped way earlier in the episode when they told the kids to wait in the office. So Mr. Dally was the, the evil mastermind behind all this. I guess he wanted to turn in this golden dallion to the Sultan of Swahili for one million dollars. And that was the story that was that was the that was the story that was in that was in the uh the three pages of the magazine that were ripped out that they found in the office. So yeah. Honestly good work, gang. I thought it was a worthwhile mystery. I thought it was fun, funny, loved the color palette, uh, even though the zombies um robe wasn't scary it was still cool great episode i'm telling you guys every single time i do this i just i just think i'm sitting here imagining the episode happen as i'm speaking and i love scooby-doo it is a national treasure but that does do it for this one thank you guys all for listening thank you for your patience with me when i miss episodes or if something goes wrong with an episode thank you to dave seste for the use of his music night surfing for the theme song Now stay groovy, and remember, I wouldn't have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids.